Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to heaven this morning. Lift up your hands to heaven. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for the great message there, Lord, that you bring. Father, we just thank you the message that, Lord, even we sung about this morning that I am who you say I am, Lord. Lord, with so many people telling us who we are, with cultures that are surrounding us, Lord, Father God. Lord, trying to, trying to Lord, put labels on us and different things, Lord God. But Father, we're so grateful that, Lord, we can just stand in knowing that we are who you say that we are. And that, Lord Jesus, we belong to you, Lord God. That, Father God, that, Lord, those who are led by the Spirit of God, you say that we are the sons of God, Lord. And so, Father, Lord, today we just thank you that you would just move, Lord, in this place. Father God, for people that are finding it difficult, Lord, Father God, in their own understanding, because maybe because of the past troubles, or maybe, Lord, people that are uh, spoken over people's lives that are not right, Lord God. Father, we pray that, Lord, that you'd open up their heart this morning and that they'd know that there's a God in heaven that loves them. But, Lord, not only loves them, that's got a purpose and a plan for their life, Lord God Almighty. That, God, that you want to bless, Lord God, that you want to bless, Lord, this generation, Lord. Father, that you're bringing increase in, Lord, into the north, Lord. We pray over to your time, Lord, Lord, this morning. Lord, we're just believing for great things, Lord. We're believing for great things just to come out of this, uh, this region, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. and everybody said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Awesome. Hallelujah. You know, there's some people here. There's some people here this morning and you, you're kind of like wondering, why am I here? <laughs> why, you, young girl, why am I here? <laughs> just because you looked at me. Yeah, maybe maybe because you looked at me, I don't really know, and I don't even really know you. I don't even know you, first time I've seen you, but you looked at me as I said that. Because maybe God, you're like, you probably might, might have thought that in your heart, go, man, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? God brought you here. It's a divine appointment. There's a reason that you're here, because He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. Come on, that's it, man. Awesome. Give God some praise. And so awesome that you're here to be with us this morning. He's touching your heart. It's touching your heart. Just open up your heart, man. Just give it to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. Tell you what, follow him with all your heart and all your strength. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Jesus is good. I love that song we sung in the beginning. It says, I am chosen. Yeah? Is that the song we sung? I am chosen. I am who you say that I am. Amen. And that's a declaration that we can declare. We love, we love talking about that too. I am who God says I am. And it's kind of a little bit what I'm going to be talking about um, this morning. And, and our series in our church has been about our house. And, and, I, and I was going to share a little bit about belonging, but I, I kind, of, kind of changed it up a little bit. But it's kind of there, but it's not there. Because I really feel that God wants to speak to some people this morning. And um, because some people, we've been told that our life maybe is insignificant. Or maybe some of us here have been told that we're hopeless. <laughs> Amen. And God just wants to bring hope into your life this morning. And some people might have been told that, that you're useless, but God actually wants to use you. Amen. See, God will use you. Amen. The devil will abuse you, but God wants to use you. Come on. Come on, God wants to use you because, oh, God just, you know, some people are users. Well, God wants to use you. The devil will abuse you. See, the devil comes to mess you up, but God came to fix, fix, fix you up. Amen. Jesus came. Hallelujah. 
And there's some, there's some people here today that maybe you don't know, like you might not know Jesus or you might think someone's called you useless. And this morning I'm going to be reading a story from First Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. And it's a guy called Jabez in the Bible. Some of you guys might know the story. Some of you might know the story about Jabez and um, he's a guy and he began to cry out to God. He called out to God because he wanted God to bless him. And I tell you what, when you cry out to God for God's blessing upon your life, you're actually crying out for what God desires to give to you. He desires to bless your life. Uh, more than anything, the Bible says that He has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, that you were dead in your trespasses and sins, but He made you alive. Come on, church, give God some praise this morning. God raised you up, man, and He seated you in heavenly places with Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jabez is in the Bible. The young girl said, wake up. I love that. <laughs> it's time to wake up. <laughs> the alarm clock's going. The trumpet's sounding. The Bible says that the final trumpet will sound. Yeah? We're living in the days. The final trumpet sounding. Sound of the alarm. The sound of the alarm's going out. It's time to wake up. That's what the alarm clock's for. Is the alarm clock wakes us up. We've got to get up. But sometimes we just, we just keep hitting snooze. I'm kind of freestyling right now. But I'm just going off that young gill because I thought that was a real prophetic word in the season right now. Wake up. I forget what. I just heard wake up. I said, like, yeah, come on. I've got to wake up. You know, I'm talking to me. I've got to wake up. I'm talking to you. You've got to wake up. We, gotta, we all got to wake up. Because the sound of the trumpet sounding, the alarm is going off. It's time to wake up, church. To stand up, to stir up the gift of God that's in you. To stir up the gift of God that's in you. It's your responsibility to stir up the gift of God that's in you, man. It's not, my, it's not mine. I might inspire you to do it, but you got to do it. You got to get alone and you got to start walking up in your bedroom. If you pray in tongues, if you speak in tongues, or it might be just, Lord, I just worship you in your room, in your bedroom, or whatever. You're beginning to stir up the gift of God that is in you. It's your responsibility. Wake up and stir up the gift of God that's in you so you can stand up and you can get up out of that boat and you can go and walk on the water. Come on, get your eyes on the prize. The sound of the alarm. I used to love it when we used to stay up in our grandparents' place. And I'm not really yet, but the roosters used to, uh, you know, they used to make a big noise in the morning. And, and that was the alarm clock on the farm. It's wake up time. Get up, stir up the gift of God and stand up and get out, man. Man, there's a generation that's rising up and I really believe they're crying. There's such a hunger. There's such a hunger in the, in the hearts of the young people. There really is. I've seen it over the weekend. I just thought, wow, I've never seen it. The hunger. The hunger. I just thought, wow, I've never seen that hunger. I haven't seen that type of hunger in young people. So, and we've been doing youth ministry for a pretty long time. We've been around young people for not, not as long as John, but a long time. <laughs> I just want to honor you, John and Deb. Thank you for bringing the team up here, man. Come on. Come on. Let's give them a round of applause. <laughs> I'm not just trying to waste time. <laughs> but I just feel that God just sort of doing something and moving here and just trying, to, just sort of trying to jump in that river this morning and just go, come on, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? First Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. It's up there. Now, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. I mean, he belonged. He was part of a house. 
And there's a whole list of his brothers and Fano that had come before him. And then it, it stops in verse 9 and it says, Jabez, something different here. Something different because he's, uh, he's like, man, nah, nah, not me. I'm not the ordinary guy. Not me. That's not me. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm going to stop the ordinariness in my life. And it says, now Jabez was more honorable than his brother. And his mother called his name Jabez saying, because I bore him in pain. Because his name really means he's a pain. So every time she called him, it's like pain. He's reminded of what he did or what he's done. And some of us here this morning might be always reminded. There might be scars in your life. And that might remind you of some of the stuff that you've done in your life. And you're always reminded, oh, I can't go forward from this point. And then here we see Jabez. He's called, and then he called on God, the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me. Say, bless me. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my border and that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from harm that it may not pain me. And God granted him what he requested. Isn't it awesome when we cry out to God that we've got a God that not only hears our prayer, but he answers it. That's our God. Not only does He hear us, not only does He listen to our prayers, but He's going to answer your prayer. And the very prayer that JB's prayer prayed, God desires it for every single one of us. That prayer is God's desire right there. That God, that you would bless me. God desires to bless every single person in this place. Come on, the enemy wants to rob you. God wants to bless you. Come on, I keep, I keep talking about it's the goodness of God. Come on, it's the goodness of God. I can't stop talking about the goodness of God because He's been so good to me. He's been so good to me and He's been so good to you. Don't forget it. Don't ever forget how good God has been in your life. Don't ever forget it because we belong to Him. We belong to Him. Come on, it's, it's time for change and Jabez wanted to change his line. Jabez didn't want to live in that place where he thought he was like, man, I'm going to cause pain. I don't want this pain anymore. I don't know how old he was when he prayed this prayer. I don't know how long he had been causing evil and, and he was hurting himself, but not only hurting himself because when we're in pain and when we're sinning and when we're doing things that are not right, not only do we hurt ourselves, but we actually hurt other people around us. And I don't know how many people he had hurt. Maybe he had hurt his wife. Maybe he had hurt his son. Maybe he had hurt his daughter. Maybe he had hurt his best friend. Maybe he, had, he really hurt his mum because the mum caught him pain. I don't know who else that he hurt. I don't know how long he had been living on this earth. But there was some stage and some time in his life that he cried out to God. And for each and every one of us, there's got to come a time and a place where we've got to call on the name of the Lord. With whatever pain that we carry, with whatever hurt that we carry, with whatever name that someone's put on, on top of us, we've got to turn and call out to the God and say, God, I don't want this pain. I don't want this name. This is not my name. This is not my hurt. This is not my shame. There's got to come a time where we've got to get on our knees and go, God, I'm going to cry out to you. God, I want you to bless me, Lord. There's nothing wrong with asking God to bless you, church. There's nothing wrong with it because He actually desires to bless you. Actually, He has already blessed us. And so there's nothing wrong with asking God to bless you. And He begins to cry out because He wants change. Say, I want change. I want change. I never set up my iPad so it stays on. So I've got to keep like, oh, I want change. Do you, want, do you want to see something change in your life? 
Come on, man. Change is possible. You've got to believe God for it, man. Jabez was different. The Bible says he's different. See, he just talked about this guy, had this guy, married this woman, and had that child, and had that child. Verse 9, you read it in Chronicles, and it says Jabez was different. He's more honorable. It's like, oh, what's going on here? Why is he different? Because he didn't want it to be the same. He didn't want what, what someone labeled him to be his destiny. Jabez was different. He wasn't satisfied with being who he was known to be. He wasn't satisfied. Don't get satisfied with it. Say, oh, man, that's me. Some of us might have grown up, and we may be old as. Some of us. This is not just a message for young people, because we know young people have been attacked because of the identity. But some of us even carry wounds, and some of us are a little bit older in this place, and we're still carrying wounds because maybe someone says that you're just no good, or you're useless, or you're hopeless, or you can't do anything. Come on, you know. So there may be some mothers in here who just are like, someone's told them that you're, 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 you're no good good as a mother and you're sitting there going man I'm no good as a mom come on that's a lie of the devil and you might not be the best mom but you can you can get up and you can do better come on amen you got Jesus on your side and you go God bless me bless my children hallelujah you don't have to you don't have to sit with that you don't have to believe that lie See, Jabez didn't believe that lie he wasn't satisfied he, the expectations that people put on him that he's going to cause pain And even in my own life, people would call me things and stuff when I was growing up and I believed it and I began to live it and walk it out and it's pretty shameful, a bit of a shameful walk, even as a teenager and as a young adult, because I believed whatever, whatever people said about me, oh, you're no good, you're just trouble, you're just trouble, you're just trouble, so I just became trouble. I became trouble, and I believe what people were calling me trouble. But one day, in a prison cell, actually, I cried out to God. I said, God, if you're real, man, come on, come and get me. <laughs> come and get me. And I'm not, I'm not proud of the things that I've done in the past, but it's shaped me a little bit, and God's helped me. And so here we see Jabez. He cries out to God, and he says, God, bless me. Say, bless me. He wants change. He says, God bless me. Amen? Come on, if you're feeling it hard, you feel like, man, I don't feel blessed, well, ask God to bless you. <laughs> so I don't feel blessed. Well, well, get on your knees and go, God bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. And in that blessing, he, he, he asks God, God, enlarge my territory. Increase. Amen? Bring increase into my life. Bring good stuff into my life. Give me what is rightfully mine. Give me what belongs to me. I think it was Caleb, eh? Remember Caleb and his, and his strength? Remember Caleb? I think I've talked to you guys about Caleb before. Was it Caleb? And he goes, give me that mountain. I think he was 80 years old. Was that right, Ian? 80 or something? Hey, amen. He's like, amen. He's like, amen. He's like, hallelujah. And Caleb was like, give me that mountain. Hallelujah. Jabez is like, give me, Lord God, I want more. Give me increase, enlarge my territory. I can take it. Amen. When you ask God to bless you, he's going to give you more. And be ready for that more. He says, God, give me more. Say, give me more. So he cried and said, God, bless me. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Give me more. Say, give me more. Hallelujah. 
Be serious about that because He'll give you more and He wants you to be a good steward of what He gives you. Because as He gives you more, you've got to be faithful with what He gives you. Because He'll give it to you if you ask Him. <laughs> and then as you become faithful with that, He'll give you more. Hallelujah. Stretch out, break forth because breakthrough's coming. Enlarge our territory, enlarge our place. Lord, you bring breakthrough to our community in Kitty Kitty and Waipapa and Whangarei and Dagavu and Kaitaia and Te Taitukero. Lord, just enlarge. Lord, we've been called to take over. You might go, what? Yes, we have. We're taking over because we are the light of the world. A city that's set up on a hill that cannot be hidden. We are the light of the world, church. And we're to shine bright. And he says, enlarge my territory. Give me what is rightfully mine. Give me what belongs to me. It's mine. I'm taking it. I ain't going to be a cookie cutter Christian. <laughs> Amen. I'm not going to just sit in the pews and just, you know, just, just be what, whatever everyone else is going to be. Hallelujah. Because God's called me on purpose for his purposes. So God, give it to me. Give me what's mine, Lord. Give me my street. Give me my neighborhood. Give me my household as we've been talking about our house. Amen. That my children will be blessed. Hallelujah. Enlarge my territories. Give me heaps of mokapuna. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, who said that? <laughs> Don't be that Pentecostal parrot. Amen. You know, copy the other guy. He's doing it that way. Awesome. God's created you on purpose for his purposes. Find out what it is. Wake up, stir up the gift of God that's in you. Stand up and get out there and do it. Enlarge my territory. Hallelujah. Take over. Come on, cry out to God and pray. Say, God, give me more. And then he says, let your hand be with me. God, I need your presence. I need your touch on everything that I touch. I need your touch on everything that I touch, Lord. I think that's what he's saying there. Because when I touch stuff, <laughs> in my pain, in my hurt, it hurts other people. But I need your hand to be with me because whatever I touch I want you to touch Lord whatever decision that I make that your hand will direct me that your hand would guide me that your hand would come upon me and speak over me and direct me and show me where to go I need you Lord to be with me what a powerful prayer, eh? Lord, bless me. Enlarge my territory. But as you enlarge my territory, I need your hand to be with me. Hmm. just want you to just let that sink in this morning, church. Sometimes we just get blessed and then we run off. <laughs> and then we lean on our own understanding. Because we haven't asked God's hand to be with us.
Are you guys getting it this morning, church? Are you with me? Be with me, Lord. Be with me, Lord. Say, be with me, Lord. Let your hand, he says, let your hand be with me. Let your hand, I mean, do a study on the hand. I, didn't, I haven't done a big study on the hand, but I know Ezekiel, the hand of the Lord come upon Ezekiel and let him out. Amen. The hand of the Lord directs people. A touch, One touch from heaven will change your life. One touch from heaven when you walk into a situation, when you allow, we say, God, let your hand come with me. That Lord, when I'm in a situation, maybe it be at school or at work or in my whanau, that I'm not going to hurt anyone because your hand's going to be upon me. Maybe when I pray for someone or maybe when I, when I speak into somebody's life, Lord, your hand be with me, Lord. As you enlarge my territory, God, come with me. That's a great cry, man. God, come with me. God, come with me when we go out to Te Te. When we went out there, God says, when we get to Te Te, I want you to sing Wairua Tapu straight away. And everybody was saying, let's not, so why do we have to sing that song? Because God says, because I want the Holy Spirit to be with me right from the get go. Wairua Tapu, no my kikonei. Be here, Holy Spirit, in this place. Wairua Tapu no mai ra. Because we can be out there at the marae, we can be in the church, I can be here preaching, I can be preaching in the streets, but I need God's touch on everything that I touch. God, that your hand will be with me. It's such a powerful prayer because God desires to give you all of that. That's his desire. He says, I will never leave you nor will I forsake you. Go into all the world and preach the good news. Hallelujah. I will never leave you nor will I forsake you. I will be with you right to the end. Amen. I will be with you. Come on, cry out to God. Say, God, go with me as you increase my territory. Hallelujah. Let your hand be with me. I need your hand on my work. I need your touch on what I touch to protect me. I need your grace and your love to comfort me, to help me. And every time, and every, and every bit of need, I need your hand to, to provide for me. I need your wisdom, Lord. <laughs> Putting my hand up, I need your wisdom, Lord. <laughs> Not my wisdom, but your wisdom, Lord. I need your wisdom, Lord, to direct me. And, I, and definitely I need your power because it's, it's your power, not my power. I need your power. I need your power. Hallelujah. Your presence to be with me, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Amen. I fear no evil. Psalm 23, 4, I fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And then he says, Lord, protect me, that you would keep me from evil, that your hand will be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. Protect me from me. <laughs> Use the pain. Because <laughs> our pain, it hurts other people. He says, protect me from evil so that I won't hurt anybody. 
<laughs> I won't hurt my mum anymore, young people. I'm not going to hurt my dad anymore. Maybe you got some beef with your mum and dad. You say, man, nah, it stops today. Keep me from evil, Lord. Maybe you got some beef with your son and your daughter. It stops today. I don't want those words that they might have shouted at me because we're having a heated argument. Amen. It stops today. Protect me from evil so I don't hurt anybody. Protect me from evil so that I may not cause pain. Protect me from evil so that I may not cause hurt. They say hurt people, hurt people. Protect me from what people expect me to be. Because I am who you said I am, Lord. Protect me from what people have spoken over me that ain't true, Lord. But everything that is truth that comes from your word, Lord, I'm going to rise up in that. Part of the Lord's prayer says in Matthew 6.13, And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, hallelujah. And the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let me not express the grief that maybe I carry, Lord. Just keep that away from me, Lord. And just protect me. And then the Bible says God granted his request. Amen. And we're just going to end on that uh, this, this morning. God granted his request. Whatever, whatever you're going through, whatever you need removed from your life, cry out to God and God will grant. Come on. If you're carrying anxiety, trouble, worry, or anything, pain or hurt or trauma, cry out to God because God, he will, he will help you, man. He's the only one that can help you because you belong to Him. You're part of His household. You belong to Jesus. Where are you from? Where are you from, church? I am from. I am from. I am from. Come on. I'm from God. I belong to God. So why wouldn't He give it to you? Why wouldn't He protect you? Why wouldn't He enlarge your territory? Amen. Why wouldn't He go with you? He desires to be with you. And why wouldn't He protect you from the evil and deliver you from that? He actually desires. He did it on the cross over 2,000 years ago. Died on the cross for you and me. Final scripture, Matthew 7, verse 7 to 8. Ask and it will be given to you. Ask and it will be given to you. Some of us have just stopped asking. Put my hand up. Because we think we can just work it all out in our own strength and our own abilities. Ask. The Bible says that Jabez was an, an honorable man. He cried out to God. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek. Sometimes you just got to like, you know, seek. Seek him out. 
We hear you, Lord. You're not hiding. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to put a little bit more effort into it. It's like, oh, I've done my two minutes. Maybe you just want to just maybe seek a little bit further if you're trying to find something. If maybe if you've lost a $50 note, you're going to seek for it a little bit harder just to find it. Amen? He says, seek and you will find it. Come on, when you seek God, you're going to find him. Knock, boom, boom, boom. Keep knocking. That's what he's really saying. Ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking and the doors will open. So he desires to give you everything in this prayer, church. For everyone who asks or sees and he who seeks finds and him who knocks, the door will be open. When you're asking God's blessing, you're asking for exactly what God desires to give to you. This word's not just for young people. This word's for everybody here. It's for me. Say, it's for me. His words for their businessman. He's been told their man, you're no good at business. Your business is a shambles. And you believed it. And so every time things are going wrong, you think, ah, I'm no good as a businessman or a businesswoman. Turn it around, cry out to God. Ask him to enlarge your territory. Hallelujah. That he'll give you strategy because his hand is with you to direct you, to give you the wisdom, to right, make the right move. So that you can be a blessing, not someone that hurts other people. Because you're taking your frustration maybe out on your kids because things are not happening in your business. Or you're taking out your frustration on your wife because you're like, ah. And you're hurting the people that are closest to you. Unfortunately, yes. I've got a minute and 49 seconds. Plenty of time. For their solo mum, their solo dad. He's feeling right now that they're just not enough. She felt, man, am I just not enough? Why I'm that solo parent? Come on. God never said that. You're enough, man. Cry out to God. He wants to bless you. He wants to enlarge your territory. He wants to go with you every day with your children. Or maybe you're, the, you're that, that wahine that's been a little bit battered and maybe verbally you've been abused. And you believed every single thing that, that someone's spoken over your life. Maybe you're that guy or that woman or that husband. So it can go both ways too. Call out to God, church. If there's anything that I want you to get this morning as you call out to God, call out to God, man, because you belong to Him.